Noise, where we have meaningful conversations that awaken your desire to live at your highest self, becoming all you were created to be. I am your friend and host, Carla Hernandez, partnering up with the Holy Spirit to provide discipleship to women through personal experiences and biblical wisdom. I am a sinner saved by grace, filled with the Holy Spirit, stepping into purpose by faith as I proclaim the gospel by sharing the good news. For today's episode, I am going to give you insight on the creation of Becoming My Voice. I will share my very own testimony so you can get to know me on a personal level. Let's jump into it. As we begin to dive into the messiness of my past, I want to disclose that I am coming from a place of pure honesty. So please, no judgment. (laughs) I am no longer faced by my old version. She's gone. I am completely wiped clean in the eyes of God through the blood of Jesus Christ. I want to emphasize, this is a place where we can be vulnerable and let go of everything that hasn't changed by the enemy. So let's go back to my childhood. Growing up, I always felt misunderstood if you're anything like me. Not just misunderstood, but overseen. I didn't fit in. As I reached middle school, in my early teen years, I was a victim of bullying. Girls were just mean. They were nasty. Just didn't have a reason why they didn't like me. I even got into a couple of fights. Now, I can actually look back and realize that it was happening as I was called and chosen by God. See, I'm the oldest of my siblings, and I didn't have a normal upbringing. I was left to take care of them while my parents worked to provide for us. My friends constantly invited me to do certain things. I could never be a part of it because I was restricted from many things. Because in all honesty, my parents have always been very, very old school. They're actually very young, but just very old school minded. And I rebelled against them when I was 16 years old. I couldn't live under their rules any longer. I wasn't allowed to just have a normal lifestyle. I wasn't allowed to go out. I wasn't allowed to have sleepovers. I just wasn't allowed to do many of the things that my friends were doing. And when you're at this age, you want to fit in. You want to do all of the things that your friends are doing. And I, for one, couldn't do it. And since I couldn't do this, I would sneak out the window at night. And my siblings, my brother and my sister, they would cover for me. It didn't take long for me to move out. But there was a catch. My mom told me in order for me to move out, I had to get married. Yep, you heard that right. I was married at 16 years old, not even an adult. I could have been a teenage mom, but I ended up having a miscarriage. And that relationship didn't last long. I eventually moved back home after graduating at 17. 
my parents were going through a separation themselves. And it didn't take long for God to reach out to my dad to meet him at his lowest self. And shortly, God reconciled his marriage. Both of my parents, they left their old ways. They left all old patterns. And they were being transformed right in front of my very own eyes. I quickly began going to church with them. And God found me. He saved me at 18 years old. And I was launched into ministry, into serving in church. I wanted nothing more than to please the Lord. Unfortunately, I began college and the world was calling my name. As I was being invited to do... (laughs) All the worldly things that a college student does. Because at this time, I didn't have restrictions. I was living on my own. But the thing was, I was a baby Christian. And I was deceived by the enemy. My life took a turn. And I was remarried at 20 years old. I was in and out of this relationship. Three years where we would get back together, break up. It was just a toxic cycle and it only led me to brokenness and I was divorced by 25. My identity was broken as I suffered mental, emotional, physical abuse. Guys, I was even suicidal. I was at a very low place in my life. The enemy used my exes as instruments to keep me in bondage, to keep me broken. And it's not their fault. I have forgiven them, and I'm not here to trash talk them, but to share my story, my history, my brokenness. Throughout the years, I dated, I drank, I partied. I was even a bartender throughout college. Fast forward to being 28 years old, my world collapsed. I lost my boyfriend to suicide. I was there with him, but... So is God. God's love protected me through that season of my life. Then shortly after, COVID shut the world down. My mental health took a hit, just as most of you. And to my surprise, Jesus is knocking on my heart. I couldn't answer his calling because I was too ashamed. I felt too broken. I thought I was too much to handle. I was too far gone in my mind. See, I was a Christian atheist. I believed in God, believed he sent his son to die for my sins. I believed he resurrected, but I didn't have a personal relationship with him. I lived as if he didn't exist. I attended church throughout my life. I prayed. I read the Bible. I was doing the bare minimum, thinking it was going to get me into heaven. And I thought that I had to get right with God in order to have a relationship with him. Meaning, I had to completely stop sinning to come into his holy presence. I failed so many times, which led me to believe that I didn't matter and God was too busy for someone like me. 
But let me tell you, those were all lies that the enemy was convincing me to believe. Now that you know my ugly past, let's get to the best part where Jesus met me in my living room about a year ago. It was a Saturday night to be exact. This wasn't your typical night. In this season of my life, I was chasing the high so that I didn't have to face myself. So what I'm referring to is I was stoned. I used to be a pothead. I did it to distract myself. I did it to soothe my anxiety, get away from reality, depression, everything that was just holding me down. This is what I utilized to escape everything I was currently facing. And in everyone's eyes, I had a beautiful life. I had two careers, money, I was traveling, I had a beautiful place in the city, and I was in my first actual healthy relationship. But I had a huge void in my heart that nothing that this world could offer could fill it. Everything was temporary. So as I was smoking and having a pep talk with myself, I started questioning all of my actions in life. I opened up a devotional over discovering your purpose. And as I was reading, the tears began to drop. I was just so sick and tired of being lukewarm. I was so tired of wanting more, but not doing anything about it. I wanted God so desperately. I wanted to hear from him. And God knew this. He knew my heart because I received my miracle that night. I heard Jesus so clearly. He is knocking on my heart. As a true gentleman that he is, he asked me if he could come in. I was ashamed. I looked around the mess in my heart. Everything that I had done throughout the years everything that I was currently doing in my life, but I knew that was conviction. And Jesus knew how much I needed him. And he calls me by my name. Perla, I don't expect perfection, nor do I care what you've done. I love you. Let me come in and clean up everything for you. I immediately fell down to my knees and I cried. Boogers, tears, all over the place. I asked myself, how could Jesus love me this much, especially in the state of mind that I was in? I was high. And then I started doubting, thinking that it was maybe my subconscious or maybe I was just too high and I was making this up. But no, he makes it known. I started telling him that I was so exhausted of putting this front that I was happy when I was indeed broken and lost. I felt his mighty presence all around me, a feeling that is indescribable as it's only an experience. He begins to talk to me about my true identity in him and then all of the verses that I had memorized throughout the years, he begins to break them down and I see them in a different light. 
I begin to feel the Holy Spirit move throughout my body. Thank God the Father. He calls me his daughter. I had all three. Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God. All in my living room. The presence was mighty. All three that are one. God gives me vision. He paints this beautiful picture that only he could give me. And it was a glimpse of my future. I started seeing through his eyes. In this picture, I am wearing a white suit. I have a microphone in my hand and I'm on a stage. There is a huge crowd in front of me and I am passionate about what I am doing. I can feel the joy in that moment. And he tells me, you are a speaker for my kingdom. You are going to speak to women because you have a story that it was meant to kill you, but I turned it around for good to glorify myself. He is the one that gave me the title of becoming my voice. God said to me, I am your voice. Therefore, you are becoming my voice. After the wonderful encounter that I had with God, conviction starts taking place in my heart. Then healing follows. He began to be my therapist. He took me back to childhood to discover where all of my trauma stemmed from. Why I was seeking love from men that only hurt me. Why these patterns were happening in my life. Why was I so independent with a mentality that I had to do it all on my own? God even changed my environment. He moved me from the city where it was loud. He needed me to be in this home that I currently own. In the subs, where it is quiet, so that all distractions could be gone and I could hear his voice. God gave me a metaphor of being on a slingshot. As he was pulling me back on the slingshot, it only meant I had to take a step back as he was changing and molding me into who I was always created to be. Once that took place, he was going to launch me forward. And as he planted me in the home that I own, thanks to him, he separated me. He began to reveal his character. God removed that ceiling that I had on him because I used to limit him. He had me unlearn bad doctrine. He was preparing me to be his disciple. This journey, <laughs> it hasn't been the prettiest as I've been in the wilderness learning from the best teacher on how to lead. And early this year in January, I kept thinking about the podcast, but God had other plans before I began. I was at a birthday party I just kept thinking about the podcast, but I knew I needed a lot of prayer 
and I needed to fast because I needed God to be a part of it. I didn't want to do this without him. This day, I heard the word fast three times, which it made sense in the season that I was currently at. And as I prayed, God confirmed. (laughs) He tells me that I am to do a 21-day water fast. And I tell him, how would I survive without food for 21 days? And he says to me, Perla, trust me. You will get through. You are capable. And that night, I knew I needed to surrender my flesh. And the first 24 hours were crucial. Hunger approached loud. I didn't know what to do at this moment. I remember getting on my knees to pray. And as I was praying, I grabbed my Bible and I began to read. And as I was reading his word, hunger was gone. I actually felt full. It was a miracle. The first five days were the toughest mentally, but his voice would get louder day by day and it was so clear. I was so connected to God as I relied on him to get me through this insane fast. I was receiving clarity and I realized how weak my spirit was. This fast was necessary as my spirit needed muscle and I could only grow this muscle in the presence of God. Through prayer and reading his word, I began to receive knowledge and understanding. I successfully completed this 21-day water fast by the grace of God. It had set not only the tone for the year, but the foundation that I needed. Then God sends me to his holy land, to Israel where I gained so much more knowledge and I created some beautiful and wonderful memories. The Bible became even more alive as I could see the places described within my own eyes. God was bringing the whole picture together. As I am sitting here and saying all of this out loud, I can tell you, I don't even recognize myself. God has convicted and surfaced all hidden sins so that I could repent. He's healed wounds that I couldn't find on my own. He's given me a new perspective. He's given me a new heart to love the way he does. He's given me wisdom that is applied daily. As he walks before me, he's taking me into places and opportunities that only he could unlock doors. God is transforming me right before my own eyes. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Perla Hernandez, God's anointed, his chosen, his daughter, his heir, His voice on earth to loosen the chains off the women under the sound of my voice. I am here stepping into purpose, walking by faith without a full plan, but trusting 
and God who is not only in my today, but in my future. I am here to help you on this journey to become the woman you're called to be. There is an assignment God has placed on your life. Your calling is bigger than you. It's about the people you were called to impact. I am living proof. I pray I can be God's vessel in your life as I am here to serve you. This episode is about getting to know me and what God has done through me. But I don't want to end this without leaving you with some truth that the Holy Spirit is nudging me to tell you. You are loved beyond your own understanding. God sent his son Jesus to save you, not to judge you. He wants your heart and longs for a personal connection with you. He doesn't expect you to get it right on your own, but instead he wants you to let him be the one to do all the heavy lifting. He will heal your brokenness. There isn't anything that you've done that excludes you from his grace. Your sin doesn't scare him. He is bigger than anything you are currently facing. He only wants repentance, which means turning away from sin. And it's not going to happen overnight. He knows that. He understands and he is patient. He is more than enough. He is every answer you have been seeking for. So let's begin to remove this idea of who you created him to be in your mind and allow him to be God, the one that spoke heaven and earth into existence. God who created you knew you before you were even a thought, created you at his own image, which means you have dominion on earth. It's time to let go and let God. So that means let go of your will. He has a better plan for you. Honeys, you have heard my story. My messiness, my brokenness, and my redemption through Jesus. It hasn't been easy. As I've been pruned to produce fruit. But I rejoice in the goodness and mercy of our Father. I exalt his name and give him all the glory. I know this is only the beginning and everything he is a part of, he blesses abundantly. I want to leave you with a task or challenge every week that's going to bless you and help you on your walk. And for this week, I want to encourage you to write a list of prayers you have either been thinking about you haven't prayed, possibly you have been feeling that you're just not worthy or they're just too big. But let me tell you something. There isn't anything too big or too hard for God to do for you. I want you to be detailed and specific. And once you've completed this, I want you to confirm by leaving a check mark emoji on my last post on Instagram. This way, I can pray over you by name and pray over everything that God is going to do in this season of your life. Thank you for supporting not only my podcast, but my purpose. 
I can't wait to start the fun and dive into scriptures with you next week. God has already given me next week's topic. I'll share a sneak peek this week on Instagram. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to Becoming My Voice. I pray you have received encouragement from today's message. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so we can grow this community and empower other women. To stay up to date with Becoming My Voice and extra content, you can follow me on Instagram at Becoming My Voice. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope.